good morning, afternoon, and evening contention. No matter what time of day it is, you know Wolf the Dog is on the prowl. And I'm digging up all them secrets from 694.2 PTBP. This story comes from Don on our newest segment, Howlin' with Wolf. One day, my boss comes in the drive room where he kept all the old stuff. I'm filing. He's holding a fire axe. The axe looks like it's covered in Hershey syrup, but I figure out right quick it's blood. I'm fast that way. He says to me, Don? I say, yes sir. He had the axe, right? He says, you want to know a secret? Something owns us. He holds the door for me, like nice, and so I go. And when the door shuts, I hear him just open up. I mean, just screaming and smashing the shit out of everything. He was a smart guy, my boss, not prone to violence, not an unkind word in years, but he read everything, every file that crossed that threshold. Knowledge is power, he'd say to me. Knowledge, Don, that's the key. And he was fucking goddamn right. Thanks, Don. Again, I, uh, I hate to say it, but you people are into the weirdest shit. To have your old pal Wolf read that weird shit, submit a five-star review on your podcast app, Screenshot that shit and send it to us or tag us on social media at PretendingPod on Instagram and Twitter, pretending to be people on Facebook. Now keep in mind you can even just tag PretendingPod on those Instagram stories. You know your old buddy Wolf loves seeing us get a little love in them stories. Now for a little news. The talented and beloved contention police officer, Keith Vigna, found himself sans uniform, weapon, and cruiser at the clinic. He had to call his partners to pick him up. Meanwhile, officers Bishop and Pettymore detained Dr. Marie Jacobs and her blood-covered husband, Doug Jacobs, in a cell at the Contention Police Department. After discussing these absurd recent events, the three officers went to Charles Donovan's room at Hotel Motel. Now, uh, wait a minute. Do y'all feel that? Do y'all feel that beat? This could only be one thing. It's Kudzu with no backbone. So all three of you are going up to room 202. What do you want to do? Just open it up. No knock. It's a me. And what are the two of you guys doing? Oh, I I had a backup gun, right? I I got a walkie-talkie gun and everything back. Is that correct? What gun did you grab? Because you lost your small, powerful gun. I did? Wait. I thought I just had my regular pistol gun. My my. There's a madman with a noisy cricket. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a small, extremely powerful. That's the gun. one he stole. I thought he just stole like my. I would assume that you always had that on you. Oh, see, I wasn't assuming that. <laughs> as well as your police firearm. I thought the yeah. Would he even so know he to look both? for it though? Like I feel like he'd go for the service revolver. So he has both of my. Okay, guns. how about this? Not revolver. I don't. I thought that the, that gun was still in like lockup. You can leave it in lockup, and he just stole your police sidearm. Okay. Well, so then I guess I have that gun on me because it was the only other pistol that okay. I could get. So I have that. Yeah, I didn't think we were fucking with our crazy shit yet. Yeah, more than yeah. welcome. Well, now I have to use it because you know 
I don't have another police gun. If you didn't want to, we probably do, but... No, I want to. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, and so John and Clark, what are you guys doing? Uh, I think Vigna is kind of a jinx, so I'm standing back. Is there a window into this place from the outside? Are we? I, we keep calling it a hotel motel, and are we for sure it's all outdoor? Yeah, it's a motel. It's okay. called hotel motel. Uh, and so is there a window facing the lot? Yes, and the blinds are closed. I stick the key in, turn it, and then try to quietly open the door. I'm, I'm to the side of the door. I'm at the door jam. Okay, cool. So you would see as you open it up, the television is on, and you hear, Hey! Hey! And Happy Days is playing on the television, and there is a woman on the bed, and she is a gaunt woman with, like, crazy hair and enormous thick glasses that make her already large eyes look even bigger. And she's wearing jeans and a white shirt and a leather jacket. And when you hear Fonzie on screen say, hey, she also goes, hey, and then looks up immediately freaked out by you. So is this like a greaser Professor Trelawney? Professor Trelawney is exactly what I was trying to think of. Yeah, it's a greaser Professor Trelawney. This... This lady seems sans, pretty cool. Sans tea leaves. So she just is looking at me? Yep. I say, hey. don't move. Officers coming through. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to be the cool guy, cop. Like the Fonz. What does she do? She's frozen. We need to ask you, who are you? We have questions for you. Ask her if there's anybody else in the room. Is there anyone else in the room? Speak. Ah, no. Just you. It's just me. How? Who do you know here? What? How are you staying in this room? Do you know someone who's staying here? Why are you here? For you, if you don't tell me what's up. <laughs> do you know Charles? I put my hand on my gun. <laughs> <laughs> when you put your hand on your gun, she puts her hand under the pillow to the right of her. God damn it. That's... I said, I am a police officer, not the tooth fairy. Get your hand out from under that pillow right now. Damn, Vic. That was a good line, Vigna. Thanks. I've been proud. I say from... As, <laughs> as, he's, as he's doing this, I'm coming in behind him, gun-drawn. Gun-drawn. <laughs> gun-drawn, uh, but still behind Keith. Okay. So, Keith, she immediately just, like, wings her arm at you. She's she's thrown an object at you. Uh, what do you want to do? How do you want to respond to that action? Can I tell what she's throwing, or is it too quick of a motion? Uh, go ahead and roll alertness for me. Nice. Uh, zero. Oh, That's no. the bad one. I got 100. Oh, then you have no chance of dodging out of the way. So let's see if she passes her athletics roll. She does! Yay. I'm so excited. We thought you were cool, Fonzie lady. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, only rolled a one on damage, however. Cool. So, <laughs> Keith, you look away for like half a second, and all of a sudden there is a knife sticking in your um, arm. Just like right, <laughs> just like on your forearm. Like a how big of a knife? 
it's a it's a small knife, about six inches long, and so it's sticking all the like all the way through my arm or what? No, it actually just like under the skin. Yeah, it didn't it didn't get in very deep. It kind of went in at a weird angle, uh, so it didn't mess with any tendons or anything. Hell yeah! Uh, but you do take one damage. Okay, I did already. I look down at it and I look up at her. In the moments between, or not between, but as soon as the knife is in his arm, sure. I've registered as such. Yeah. What is she doing? So she immediately is reaching back under and throws another at Clark Bishop. Oh, okay. So how are you handling that situation? There's a knife being thrown at you currently. I had the gun pulled. I want to just fire. Okay, sounds good. Can I can I try to uh, you can't grab the currently. knife out of the air? How does no one in this town know this is fucking America? Like, kind <laughs> <laughs> of get lit the fuck up. Are you going for a kill shot or? I'm purpose. I mean, I'm not, but it might happen. You can try to avoid uh, a kill shot at an at a penalty. You can aim for a specific, uh, you know, like a called shot. Is that the one? Yeah, it's a called shot. So you would take a negative twenty uh, percent on your firearms check to do less damage. What that, is your? That's firearms? what I want to do. So uh, my firearms is normally eighty, so I'm rolling it at a sixty right now. Correct. I pass crit pass. Crit pass S- ones, just a single one. Hell yeah, oh dude. My- these are new. Di- these are different <laughs> dice too. Yep, that have been rolling high. Yeah, they've been rolling before. shitty. All yeah. Right. Oh my god. Okay, Clark, where do you want to shoot her? In the throwing arm. The arm that she was reaching back under the pillow with. That's perfect. Literally, uh, as she starts to fling an object, you shoot her in the hand, and the knife just drops onto the bed next to her, and she is going to uh, roll over off to the left side of the bed, and John, it is your turn. What do you do? You heard a uh, gunshot just now. Uh, Yeah, I just, like, I slide in on my knees between Keith and Clark through the door, and I've just got my drunk gone, <laughs> drun gone. <laughs> got my gun drawn. I, are you just gonna make us kill everybody? <laughs> like, I've set up, <laughs> I've set up characters in specific locations know, doing specific things. Why do they all attack cops? This is America. <laughs> like we have to shoot them. You don't have to, but you do. I mean, <laughs> you, you can do it however you want. However, some of these people are extremely aggressive and have things that they need to do. I guess they don't think much of the contention PD. <laughs> After I take my shot, can I just say, I winged her, so that you know that I've at least got her? I mean, like, yeah, I slide through the door, and I'm like, don't you move a fucking muscle. Okay, cool. Does she move a muscle? She doesn't. You can see the top <laughs> of her head, like, she's on the far side of the bed, but you can see the top of her head peeking over. Hands in the air. Right fucking now. Slowly raise your hands. She slowly raises her hands in the air. Is there anything in them? Yeah. There's a lead pipe in one of her hands. Drop the pipe, Fonzie. Okay. She does not drop the pipe. And Keith, it's your turn. I pull the knife out of my hand, or out of my arm, try to stab her in the arm with it to make her drop the pipe. <laughs> so you've got a gun and she's got a pipe but I got a real powerful gun I don't, I'm not trying to unleash this shit yet I'm doing it She, I'm. she's facing away from us right I would say based on where you are in the room because I picture you kind of where the TV is and then she is to 
Like if you walked in the room, the bed's on the left, TV's right in front of you, facing to the left, and she's on the other side of the bed, and you're standing there, so you can kind of see her at a side angle. Yeah, I want to try to like slice at her hand that's holding the pipe, and then like pin her down on the ground. Okay, go ahead and roll melee. I do not pass. Yeah, she crit succeeds. Um, So as you swipe with a knife, she immediately like uses your momentum against you and holds the knife to your throat and she's got you hostage. And so it is Clark's turn. Uh, Help me. (laughs) Ma'am, ma'am. Hey, whoa, hey. Don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. I'll fucking kill him. Uh, we, uh, we're just here, uh, to ask you questions and you started slinging knives at us. I he mean, he pulled his gun. Oh, I think he was thinking about pulling his gun because you weren't talking. I don't like him. Nobody really does. Uh, unfortunately we're partial to him, so I need you to let him go. And then can I roll uh, persuade on just that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going to be very hard to get her to just let him go, but okay, sure. Roll persuade. <laughs> what the fuck? Awesome. I watched it happen with my eyes. <sighs> Joe just rolled an odd one. I rolled a one again. again. This is how many ones have you rolled? I was about to say this through this campaign, insane. I've done it a bunch. It's and I'm using different dice every time, I promise. Have you done it a bunch? I have. That's the fourth. At least the fourth, yeah. And well, two of them have been two like back to back. <laughs> that's shots. That's that's the no. Right Wait, what are you trying? Oh, you're awesome. persuading. I was that's just like, trying to get her to let you go without yeah. doing anything else. How about this? I won't... Sorry. I won't kill him, and I'll let him go if you let me go. Tell tell her that's okay. Tell her that's okay. Come on. Ma'am, do you know what happens when a one is rolled? (laughs) (laughs) You're in no position to negotiate. I mean, if you want to... like, I I just don't see literally any possible way that she's just going to be... Like, after hurting a police... After, like, hurting a police officer, that she's just going to let him go and be like yeah have me well but then what does a one get you she's willing to slice keith's throat currently and so makes her stop i would <laughs> say what but there's no way we're letting her go sure that we makes can sense. lie to her though i mean that's easy to do but then we're just fighting her again but, but without keith being right there yeah i think this woman would have been dead from the second she fucking threw a knife in your at arm at this point like, she doesn't seem to have like a firearm and we are at the entrance to the motel so we could just like let her go and then just i mean what is she, she's not gonna escape ma'am uh we're amiable for that can we just ask you a question or two before you go I will allow that. As she motions the two of you into the corner opposite from the door, she's wanting to scoot towards the door with Keith. All right, we got the key to this place from a guy that we know to be Charles. Do you know Charles? The tall guy? Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? We work together. Do you know who you're fucking with? No. You should probably get more information because you are going to regret this. Can you point me in a direction? Do the words Marvin Glass mean anything around these parts? Now, out of character, you guys know Marvin Glass is 
the mob dude in the city. He runs the city. Of course I know Marvin Glass. Then you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, no! (laughs) Coughs and cuts him up there. (laughs) Then you know that you probably don't want to be on his bad side. Right now, you're on the contention PD's bad side. You know what? I'm fucking tired. It's been a long-ass day, and your buddy Charles got his head blown off. By me. Where the fuck is his radio? The radio? Sorry. The radio? That all sounds like you. (laughs) (laughs) She's having, like, a breakdown. (laughs) The radio? (laughs) Um, You just want the radio? No, No, we actually want quite a bit more, but... God damn, you are not being very forthcoming. No. We got guns on you. We don't really even lack Vigna. Like, well, that's... Uh. She wants to be in the doorway with Vigna, and she wants you two to be over by the bathroom in this motel room. Are you going to do that? I'm not. I think I probably am. All right, so John, what are you doing? She's got a knife to his throat? Yeah. I don't know, man. John, yeah, John, like, John will scoot, but he's pissed. That makes sense. Mostly mostly at Vigna. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sweating bullets right now. I've, I am not confident that she's not going to still kill me. I mean, if all you want's the radio, it's in the bathroom. How does it work? I don't know. You probably turn it on, turn it to the station you want. Why did you want it? I don't know. Charles brought it back. He said, don't touch it. It's in the bathroom. I didn't know it was a big fucking deal. Why did Marvin send you here? Oh, I mean, Marvin Marvin sent us here to find out what happened to his son. Who's his son? Well, I mean, Jermaine Glass. Him and I mean, him and Alfred came to collect some money from John Peters. And then, you know, only Alfred came back and he's a blubbering idiot now. So, what he, do you mean now? He won't shut up about some gun. What, I don't know. What he, gun? Some uh, he uh, I don't know that he sounded like a lunatic, but Marvin sent us out here to find it, find, uh, find Jermaine. This is hilarious to me because now it's you who has no idea what the fuck you're dealing with. If you had any idea how long our day has been, the shit we've been through, the things we've seen, Marvin Glass, you think we give a shit about the crime Lord from the city? Contention is in some real shit right now. You're in some real shit, too, because you happen to be banging around with that Charles guy. I don't know what your man got into. Sounds like he stumbled into what we're into, but this is a lot bigger than some crime bosses. So why don't you fucking let Keith go and come with us and answer some questions, and we might be able to protect you. From what? That's what we're trying to figure out. That radio turned a man into a cat. Bullshit. That gun turned your buddy and Alfred into an idiot. That makes sense, right? <laughs> Ma'am, uh... <laughs> the gun can do that, so can a radio. He's, uh, he's telling you the truth. We've seen some shit today, and Marvin is not even ranking on the list right now. Do you know Billy Harrison? No. Charles had him in the trunk of his car. I don't know a Billy Harrison. I literally... Okay, you're, you want to know the deal. I'm good at killing. It's what I do, and I get brought along to kill if it's necessary i like 
you're stopping me from watching my happy days and I just want to watch my happy days. So I, I, I don't want to get caught up in all this. I just want to go back home and where's Charles? Where's Charles? Do you, did you arrest him? I shot him in the fucking head with a shotgun. Was he a good killer? Cause he fucking died pretty well. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I need everyone to roll dexterity. I got a 14 on a 60. I got a 7 on a 65. I got a 73 on a 60. I fail. Oh, no. Fail, and then you guys both succeeded. Mm -hmm. And what were your numbers? 14. 7. Okay, she rolled a 26, so she gets to go first, and then... 14. Four, and then Keith Vigna. Wait, she gets to go first? Correct. She Why? rolled, she rolled higher, higher under, under how we always played. I know. It's <laughs> like that. I would have known to roll higher. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I told you. It makes it so that if she has a higher pool, she can That's, still beat you. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. That does make sense. Okay, sick. So uh, she's going to take the first action. She's going to do the classic hostage move where she just pushes the person that she has and then she's gonna start running. She's running. Yeah, so she dips and it is Keith next. Wait, the dexterity rolls were like initiative. I was thinking that it was our chance Sorry. of getting away from her. Normally, whoever has the highest dexterity goes first, but I thought since it was such a tense moment that we'd add a little roll in there cool. on our dexterities to uh, make it a little bit more playful because uh, she has a high, higher dexterity than you guys do. So, What's her dex? 80. Oh, that is that's very high. So she pushes Keith and then turns around and jumps over the railing. Keith, what do you do? I run outside, look over the railing, and how far away is she? She hit the ground and is going to start running. I'm going to do cold shot, shoot her in the like leg. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll at a negative 20. Shit. I fail. Okay, so Keith pops off a couple rounds. John, it is your turn. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm running to the balcony. I'm shooting at her, too. 62 on a 60. All right. And she's going to continue running. Clark, what are you doing? I'm running out and taking a shot as well. So she is across, she's like halfway across the parking lot at this point and is heading to a maroon car in the parking lot. Roll firearms. Are you just. I'm just shooting at you're her. You're just shooting at Trying her. Trying to hit her. All right. Uh, crit pass. Yes. 66 on an 80. Hell yeah. I'm good at shooting, boys. Yeah. You are very I'm good a, at I'm shooting. I'm a shooter, boy. Go ahead and roll 2d10 for me. 8 and 10, so 18. Zero, 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 and eight. Yeah. Yeah. 18. That's 18. So <laughs> you fire and like, uh -oh. <laughs> I'm thinking probably three shots hit her center mass. And she is, I mean, blood just splatters not only like onto the ground, but also uh, onto the car that she was like running toward. And she... She passes her constitution check to stay conscious, and she starts trying to get into this car. Like, we're right by the stairs, right? I mean, yeah, just imagine. The yeah, I run down the stairs, and I go, like, try to go up to her. Can I do anything else? Or is you can just... get to her, yeah. Okay, I get to her then. Uh, yeah, before he gets to her, I'm going to shoot her again. <laughs> okay. Fail. 82 on a 60. Pop off a couple more rounds in the general direction. Clark, what are you doing? I'm following Keith. 
Okay. She gets the door open. Um, she's bleeding just like everywhere and she's crawling up into the driver's side. Yeah, that's all she can do this round. Keith, what are you doing? I get to her and I start... She doesn't have a weapon or anything with her, does she? I mean, I think she has your knife. Or her knife that she threw yeah. at you. Yeah. Do I see it in her hand? Yeah. Alright, I want to try to... If I, like, punch her in the <laughs> face, that's melee, right? If you're unarmed, you're, it's unarmed. If you had yeah. a weapon, you could be I melee. Mean, she's got three bullets in the yeah. center of her chest. Are we still in combat with her? Like, what can she do with a knife? Fucking nothing. Try to stab me. Well, yeah, I feel like you can very much just lift her the fuck up, and if she tries, I to just want to like. like if, so, she, is she sitting in the driver's seat? She's crawling. She's to the like, car, she's right? like, well, she's crawling up into the driver's seat currently with the door open. She's got like one hand on the door and just one knife in her hand, just like. Right. Can I come up, up behind Keith and just kick her hand with the knife? Well, yeah, I was gonna think, yeah, if you do that, and then I was gonna do first aid on her to try to keep her alive, oh. just to be able to get any more info out of her. Yeah, I don't want to kill her yet if we don't have to. Oh yeah. My intent in kicking her hand knife free was for you to start cuffing her, but yeah, way, we'll cuff her and then yeah. first aid. Yeah, you guys can do that, like no problem. Cool, cool. So I have her cuffed, and then I want to immediately start administering first aid to help her not bleed out, or at least have her stay alive longer. Then okay, go ahead and roll first aid. Forty-seven on a sixty. Nice. So you find um, something to wrap, you know, or like put pressure on the wounds. Yeah. Um, all three of them are thrown through, so you got six holes to contend with. So. There's blood all over your hands, and it's going everywhere. And uh, Can I be calling Drew? Yeah, sure. Hey, uh, Drew, Drew, uh, we need you to send an ambulance down here to the hotel motel right away. Okay. John, what are you doing? Continue fire. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean. Hits me and Clark. <laughs> I'm, I'll search the, uh, I'll start searching the hotel. I'll, like, from the edge, I'm like, hey, you guys got this down here? Yeah. Yeah, we got it. Okay, uh, I'm going to search this hotel room for time-sensitive information. Is she? I guess I would help him with the first aid now. You're sta- you've stabilized her, so she's not gonna bleed out and die until the ambulance gets there, and then <laughs> like she'll die. Then she'll <laughs> <laughs> no, you you stabilized her, and John, as you go through the room in hotel motel, you f- do find the radio. It is a old timey radio with a red light shining on it and lots of odd glass tubes kind of going all around it and such. There is little else in the motel room except for a Tech 9 under the bed. 151. <laughs> What's a Tech 9? A gun. gun. I just know the rapper. It's <laughs> named after the gun. Gotcha. Sorry, is it like a pistol? It's, it's like, like a, a black pistol. pistol. Oh, gotcha. Can you do that again? <laughs> yeah, that. Nice. And uh, a box set of Happy Days. Hmm. Most hotel rooms don't have DVD players, so it's... They brought one. They brought one. There's also a DVD player. A brand. Sanyo. Brought to you by <laughs> Sanyo. Insert DVD sponsor here. Brought to you by the box set of Happy Days. Now on Blu-ray Monday, and DVD. Tuesday, Happy Days. Thursday, Friday. Peter Deets. What do you guys want to do? Wait for the amber lamps. It comes... I'm going to throw that radio in an evidence bag. I want to examine it, too. Did you describe it already? No. I was actually this whole time picturing a standing old-timey radio. Is it small? So I would say it's one that would sit on a desk that is probably... I figured an old-timey radio, but like the little half yeah, the little old-timey radio. Yeah, yeah, I was picturing it about two feet wide, a foot tall, and uh, it's got a light on it that's shining red. Oh, that's what you call a foot. What do you call five inches? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's got a uh, two two like lights on it, and the uh, red and the green, and the red one is is lit. It's lit. It's lit, fame. Deck lit. Dudes are cool. Life is tight. Mm-hmm. When the ambulance comes, I just want to tell the EMTs. She's dangerous. You keep her alive, but you keep her restrained. I'm going to go with her in the ambulance. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. I pull Keith back. <laughs> Keith, we've been thinking about replacing you on patrol duty with uh, with Drew. <laughs> Can you guys <clears throat> bandage my arm up real quick for me while you're here? Are you asking us or the EMTs? The EMTs. Good. Uh, yeah, sure. Of course. Uh, Miss Drew? Are you related to Drew? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Fellow down at the station? <laughs> Oh no! This is. <clears throat> this is <laughs> it's just that contention accent. I'm just that young guy from earlier. <laughs> oh, you sound a lot cooler all of a sudden. He started Thank smoking. You. Everyone around here kind of sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, our our lackey guy. What's his name? Tim or something? Lauren. No, it was Ray, but now it's not. Oh, it, Lauren is the officer who takes care of everything for you guys. <laughs> okay. Mm, that doesn't sound right. Lauren, I, uh, let's I get, think it does, though. Let's get Lauren to uh, meet the this perp at the hospital and keep an eye on her. Didn't it start with a D? Or a tra- it was Travis, right? <laughs> Travis or R- I Jim have no or... idea what you're talking about. It's Ray. always been Lauren. You're pretty sure. I do want to send Lauren yeah, to send Lauren. keep an eye on this perp at the hospital. Perfect. Is it L A U or L O R E? Yeah, is it Lauren? 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 Lauren. It's Lauren. 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 Is it a boy or a girl? L A U R E N. She identifies as a woman. Dope. Is she hot? Idiot. Oops. Sorry, guys. I am just, I've had an off day, you know? An off, well, an off career so far. For future reference, if a woman slings a knife at you, you're an officer of the law. You can shoot her. Yeah, but yeah, I'm and not... if then she then is just like peacefully, like you know, she surrendered. She was still holding a pipe, though. I, I don't know why you would close that distance. Well, because I am trying to get the most information I can out of these people. I, you know, at the end of the day, it would be great to take down the mob in the city. Be known for that, you know. The mob is like an oozy blackness spreading across decent society. Right. But we got one of those in contention right now that's an actual oozy blackness spreading across decent life forms. You know what I mean? Like, So do you want me to go kill her? There's a, is that what you're telling me to do? <laughs> I'm kind of confused here. I mean, I want to be... You guys are better cops than I am, and I want to be a better cop, so if you need me to just go kill her, that's going to make me a better cop than, than just tell me to do it. We're not saying kill her now. We're kill saying her then. You probably could have killed her then and but been she's totally alive. within your... Or at least winged her. I, I mean, mean, but guess what? I'm alive, and she's alive, and we can get information. I don't see the downside of this right here. She's barely alive. Let's. Yeah, but barely alive is still technically alive. We did seem to come out ahead on this one. You are correct. Okay, so the next perp, I'll just kill him. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> got it. If they intend harm upon you, Keith, go ahead and kill him. I assume that every criminal wants to intend harm upon a police officer because that's criminal's favorite crime, right? Not that I'm going to have to maybe read up on this. I don't. <laughs> I'm a little, a little confused hey, here. Hey, did, did you so go to the academy? Kill. Ki- in the city, I did. Yeah, they taught me. They taught me more up there than they taught you. What year did you graduate? I. Oh, that's never mind. That. <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> too per- too personal. Too personal. <laughs> I forgot years don't exist. We don't ask those kind of questions. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to figure out. That's yeah. HR would be on my ass if they knew. <laughs> well, I try not to kill anybody, but I guess I'll make it more of a make more of an effort to kill then no it's again it's not about merely killing like so make them make them make talk them suffer <laughs> maybe just be a little safer okay keith we're not telling you be to a little make safer. people we're suffer not, we're not telling you to kill people make them suffer but but do if i have maybe to. don't let them try to kill you or make you suffer right okay. that's what we're the saying. golden rule i'll do some more research on how to act like a proper police officer and we'll get back to you in the meantime, Keith, you ever played a video game? Do you like? I'm not video- a big video game guy, particularly. John Peters was. Is that what you're talking about? That's probably what I was thinking of. But <laughs> you know, when you when you got your melee class and your ranged class, it's generally not advised for the ranged class to try to close the distance and engage the melee class. You know, in their wheelhouse. That's kind of what happened with that lady in the pipe and you in the knife. Keith nods his head and acts like he knows what you're talking about. (laughs) All right, fellas. uh, She was talking about a gun that screwed up, I think she said Alfred. Yeah, made him him an idiot. Well, there was that girl back at uh, Mildred Mitchell's house who... She had a gun. She had a gun that she shot at me and then disappeared. And... Boy, I tell you what, I'd be talking about that for a while also. Hmm. Maybe we should... They said Alfred did come back, though, right? Alfred did come yeah, back. Alfred, yeah. Maybe we should be talking to him, trying but, to find him. But changed. Clark, you still have that gun. Oh, it didn't disappear with her? For some reason, I thought no. it did. Oh. You guys took it, I would assume. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I do remember that. You know, I know it was just the other day, but it feels like weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we've got the we've got a camera, a radio, and the gun. the gun. They all have weird tubes coming off of them. They've all got red and have green Have we lights. tried to turn the radio on or anything yet? Ooh, I would not We have not. Do that. We're not going to because of the Catman situation. Mm, true. Unless you want to... You have a dog, right? I don't want to be a dog. <laughs> Woof. If you want to volunteer to turn that on while your dog is in the room, so it's the one that gets... Well, what if it switches with anybody, anything? What if I could switch with you? That would be pretty cool for me. Not for you so much, but... You know, Keith, I mean... In spite of all that we said here, you you know. I'm a good cop. <laughs> you're not that. <laughs> but you do have an attractive bod. I would I would freaky Friday with you. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Going back through my sweet little cop notebook, uh there's one more item from that uh shop that is unaccounted for. Which one? Uh it was a helmet that was purchased by the first church of contention. We haven't been to the ch- church yet, have we? Mm-hmm. How about we do that tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, we get a good night's rest. Oh, we do have Oh dang! There's that guy on the. Is that, oh, there's a guy. Remember on the that loose. guy that overpowered you and took your uniform and <laughs> your vaguely your service firearm and. Let's go hunt him down. What can we? What can we do? Because we don't know what he was driving. We don't know if he's on foot. We just know what he was wearing. He's kind of what he looks like. He's got my radio. I was thinking we should set up oh, a trap for yeah, him. Yeah, that still. radio trap. We can mention something and just show up there, and if it doesn't work, then we can go to sleep and try it again tomorrow. What do you think could trap him? Maybe he got on the bad side of Charles, and he was also snooping around John Peters because he's looking into these artifacts as well. So if we put it across the radio that we've got the radio. And or, John Peters. Or any of those, yeah. Or that we've got a lead on where the radio is mm-hmm. and we're headed there. Yeah. Right. And then he shows up, yeah. 
but then we're there already. So what do we say? We have a lead on the John Peters and the radio because he's he seems like he was trying to find John. Not I mean, well, perhaps we don't know that John Peters is alive. So if he's dead, yeah, but I don't think that he, this guy knows whether John is dead or not. I think he was looking for him and couldn't find him. We don't know what he was looking for at John Peters' house. Lots of people have been poking around there. Lots of crazy devices yeah. turning people into catmen, turning up around there. But I think there. if if they think John Peters is going to be there, it'd be extra incentive. Well, how about we give the description of a man who resembles John Peters? Okay, yeah, let's do that. I like that. John Peters is a short, balding man with large eyes and a tiny nose. Uh, so that's where do we want to set up this sting operation? Should we set it up like down the street from the police station? Mm-hmm. Let's make it convenient on ourselves. At uh, what's on that street? Well, there's the donut hole. We could say he's there. Yeah, is that a 24-hour donut? Hole. Where, mm-hmm. where is the donut hole? That's just something I made up that might be near the police station. <laughs> I was thinking if we... For sure. Yeah. Oh, cops like donuts. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <what> I... <laughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I just meant like if we could set up a place that we have... Like a van, like a security cover. van? No, I just meant like if we, there was buildings around wherever we're going that we well, could get on the Cal's rooftops. Well, there's camouflage right next door. <laughs> yeah, like get up on the roof. He's got some hunting blinds displayed in the parking lot. Yeah, so I'm thinking like the downtown area where the police station is has like roof access that we could like put one on the roof, put somebody in on, a car or yeah. like in a in in like a personal vehicle. Yeah. Why don't we just set up a dummy? Yeah, in John Peter's clothes, <laughs> in the middle of the parking lot, and it looks like he's fiddling with the radio. Yeah, and then we just fucking Elmer Fudd this, you know? We wait for the bunny to show up. Not a terrible idea, I don't think. Oh, I do. But I don't think we should have the radio out there. (laughs) What could go wrong? Um, What if we just, like, have them go to the, be like, yeah, they're in the donut hole, and then just one of us could be sitting in there with, like, a hood on or something and be like, describe John Peters wearing a hoodie. We have the hoodie on, and then one of you guys, like, Mm -hmm. across the way on the top of the building, and one of you guys, or one of us in a car. I like it. So who wants to be the guy inside? You have that sniper rifle. Do you want to be on the roof? Sure. And then between me, he already knows. So you. this really does seem like a situation. Which this guy already knows what I look like. That's true. Be neutralizing instead of killing. Yeah. For sure. I think you should oh, be inside. He is, but he's da- he's already assaulted a cop. He God has his clothes. <laughs> has his clothes. Yeah. Let's play it out though. So he comes in. Let's say. Do I take him down from inside, or do we wait till he gets outside? I don't know if anybody should be sniping. Yeah. I think we all just need to get this guy. Two of us, like one of us be in the bathroom or something, one guy be sitting there facing away from the window with a hoodie on, and then one guy outside, and then we all kind of like rush him once he like gets mm-hmm. to where you are. Okay. Do you want to be in the bathroom, or do you want to be in the bathroom? Do you want to be outside or in the bathroom? I kind of got to go to the bathroom. Okay. John in the bathroom. I'll be waiting outside in a car, and then once he goes inside, I'll be closing, closing in. Closing in. That, closing that exit. And then I'll just be inside. Be in bait and probably just take him down as soon as you see I him. I probably have civvies at the station, right? Oh, yeah. I'll swing by the station and put on my regular boy clothes. Yeah. I'll put my regular clothes on, too. That way he doesn't, like, see a uniformed cop sitting in a car. Be in the bathroom, so I'll just wear my, my cop clothes. As soon as I see him, I'll radio you, I guess. Or maybe just shout. You'll hear me shouting for him to freeze. Let's arrange some kind of signal. You you have your radio off, and then I'll be outside. Once he goes inside, I'll radio you. There you go. Mm-hmm. We'll close in on him. I like it. Okay. And break. What's the plan? Uh, I'm going to be waiting. <laughs> I'm going to swing by the station and put on my regular civilian clothes and sit in the donut hole. I put on c- civilian clothes as well. I sit in my car across the street from the donut hole, and I radio in. 
I've got a, a description, a short, balding man, big eyes and a kind of small nose, matching the description of a uh, wanted person. We have reason to believe that he might be dangerous, and he's got he's got that that radio that we've been told about that we've been looking for. So if we could get uh, if we could get somebody down to the donut hole. Uh, uh yeah, uh, it's gonna take me an hour probably to get down there. Yeah, I'm I'm not anywhere close right now. Uh, what about you, John? I am in the bathroom somewhere else it's gonna be a minute okay well uh if we can have maybe lauren or or drew get down there but uh it's gonna take all three of us a while to get there it seems like so Uh, i'm in route either way okay sick so you guys wait i've ordered a coffee and a single glazed donut and i'm maybe reading the paper from yesterday because it's like one in the morning (laughs) yeah yeah real quick if you guys could all lose one willpower for me I am so excited, guys. I hope our plan works for, in this. For absolutely nothing to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so after about 15 minutes, a black SUV rolls up and parks a block away from the donut hole. A very short young woman and a very tall old man get out, and they are both wearing a black suit, white shirt, black tie, black sunglasses, and an ill-fitting windbreaker that says FBI in big letters across the back. Clark, as you sip on your coffee, you hear the door behind you swing open. The door chimes jingle and jangle, and you hear footsteps. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a short young woman walk across the shop to the counter, the other footsteps approach you from behind. Ah!